Hi, my name is Ayumide. Welcome to the World Without People podcast, where we journey into some pretty amazing stories of everyday people. I believe strongly in the interconnectedness of our human experience, that we can color and enrich our lives by sharing and learning from our lived experiences. In this concise 30 minutes podcast, I bring to you engaging conversations like a chapter in a vibrant book designed to motivate and encourage and challenge and of course, brighten your day. My guests also get to ask me one question and there's no telling what they might come up with. So thank you for tuning in, grab your coffee or tea or listen on the go to some amazing stories of real people. After all, what is a world without people? Hi everyone, thanks for joining me today for the second episode. If you joined me two weeks ago, I'm glad you're back. I appreciate you and I hope you brought along a friend. If you're just listening for the first time, welcome to the community, people. You definitely want to go back to listen to the first episode to catch the gems that my guest Olu Ogunlela dropped. Olu shared with us how chronic burnout pushed him to start his business life rhythms and why it is extremely important to track our time, including time spent with loved ones and on or with technology. He also broke down our lives into 10 facets and why planning our activities and goals with them in mind will help us experience less burnout, achieve our goals, and attain optimum well-being. This is all predicated on the essential morning routine that serves as the fuel you need for each day. And finally, he shares how having the right systems to achieve our goals is handicapped by not having the right mindset and the right story. I think I did a pretty good recap, but I implore you to listen for yourself as there's so much packed into less than 30 minutes, which is why today we conclude our conversation with Olu. I'm not going to give you any hints. I'm hoping that I've whet your appetite to get more, but trust me when I say it's good. Plus, listen for Olu's question to me and my response. Let's jump right in. This might be a little bit controversial, but I'm sure you know who Tom Brady is, right? And if you've heard the story over the past, you know, one year, he had retired and there was common knowledge that he knew, like his family, his wife had been saying, I need you to come home. You've done enough. And then he decided to come back and in the midst of that, then got the divorce and everything. Now, you know, we don't know chicken or egg, right? We don't know what Mm -hmm. led to the other or whatever. But I think from the question I'm trying to draw out here is that I do get that sense with a lot of people who are high achievers. They can't indeed put that balance. Like you're you're saying with stories, that was important enough for him to Mm -hmm. still go back and maybe have lost his family, right? So how do you talk to people who are high achievers? And, you know, I'm a Nigerian, you are Nigerian, Mm -hmm. and I'm sure a lot of Africans who will be listening to this, we're high achievers. We're just Mm -hmm. wired that way. How do we create that balance? So everything boils down to priorities, right? Mm -hmm. What could have happened is that maybe it just built a lot of his habits and his identity was really so glued to the game that he had to put, he ended up putting his identity be, before his family, you know. And that's why I say sometimes mm. our mindset is to change. We need to have a wholeness mentality where it's not just one facet of your life is important, but the entire thing. You know, we need to start looking at, at, mm. at, at ourselves as a complete being, not just your work, 
mm. not just your relationship, mm. not just, you know, whatever mm. you define yourself by, you know. And that's why I, I usually tell a lot of people is that you need to become aware of the life facets. And really think about, you know, mm. what kind of life do I really want for myself? And many times mm. when people slow down enough to, you know, become aware of their current situation and think about, you know what, let, don't let me think about just tomorrow or just next week or just next year. Let me think about the entirety of my life, right? What do I mm. want to look back and say, these are the things I accomplished or these are the things I experienced. Once we do that, mm. we will see that sometimes we bring up relationships, we, give, we bring up giving back, you know, we bring up some of those things that from a long-term perspective, those things are important, but from a right now perspective, those things are not priorities, you know? So we need mm. to stop, we need to start looking at our lives like an architect trying to build our own. Right. The architect knows that the bedroom, you can't just build a bedroom and call it the home. He has to build the entire home. Yes, mm. the bedroom might have extra features that might be the most fancy room in the home, in the house, but there must be an home, you know? So that's how we need right. to see our life, right? I know I want to be a, you know, American football player and I want to be the best at it in the world. But you need to also remember that, you know what? Yes, this is the most fancy room, most fanciest room in my life, but all these other areas are important. So I need to find a way to find balance. And once you have it in your mindset that this is what I want, it's almost like the universe kind of like help us or aid us towards achieving what mm -hmm. we desire, right? So once mm -hmm. we put it on the plate, it becomes something that eventually happens due to our effort, mm. due to our subconscious mind, due to universe, whatever, you know, due to God, whatever you want to call it, you know. But once it's on the plate, it happens. But once it's not on the plate, it mm. doesn't happen. So you need to mm. put it on the plate. You need to go back to the grand plan and Got say, it. these are the 10 facets, all these are important. This is the season of my life I'm in right now. These are the priorities. But I'm not going to neglect these areas. When I'm right. done with this season, now is this season, these are the priorities. I'm not going to ignore these other areas. And many times people live life mm. where they are focusing on one area and when it's time to now move, it's difficult because of they have never pictured their life in those areas. So when they're now struggling to now move around, they are neglecting the, the area that was once doing fine. And as a result, it's almost like you're mm. juggling balls, you know. So what I was just saying that is that basically you need to bring all those things on the table, all 10 life facets, prioritize for the season you're in, but never lose sight of all the different areas. So that way you can always find ways to make, you know, to kind of like build the lifestyle you want, you know, more on a long-term basis than just on a short-term basis. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think that again, for me, and I hope for everybody who's going to be listening, that's awesome to plan our year, right? Because yes, you probably already neglected half of your <laughs> resolutions. Maybe it's time to just sit down and get, you know, put together your 10 facets, like you said, put it on the plate and then prioritize. All right. You talk a lot about books. You have this lifestyle of reading about 52 books a year, but I know you listen rather than read books, right? So there's two questions there. Why do you think that is important? And I definitely always prefer a physical copy. But I don't want to switch the audio because I'm like, that's not my thing. So how do we, how do you encourage people who prefer physical copies to switch to audio? Uh, because obviously the part of the joy of physical copies, at least for me, is that you can write, you can underline all of that stuff. But how can people, again, neglect that for the higher purpose of gaining the information that we need to gain? For me, we're in a 
fast-paced society now, you know, it's like things are coming and going fast, rapidly, right? And there are many times that multitasking is effective. So when you're doing a low mental task, mm -hmm. you're doing a high mental task, right? So a lot of people say, convert your drive time to class time, right? Driving, mm -hmm. for most part, is a semi-low mental task. You know, you have driven mm -hmm. many times before, many times you're going to work, is using the same taking the same route and stop. It's almost automatic, so you can listen to a book right. while you know driving to work. You know, it's difficult for you to read a physical book print while driving. So at the end of the day, you will right. see that you have opportunities where you can you know read audio books more than where you can do you know paper books. You can be washing dishes, listening to other books. You can be doing your laundry, mm -hmm. listening to other books. Can do you know? There's so many things. You can be in the grocery store shopping listen to other books you know? right. and that way you realize that you can actually cover more ground than just doing paper book a lot of people have that mm -hmm. mental block it goes back to mindset again that oh i'm not a audio book person but many times that person hasn't tried to read five to ten audio books i know people who mm. were not audio book person but i told them that like, you know what you need to give it time like anything else it's like riding a bike you're not just gonna take a bike right. the first day and expect to be a pro at it you need to give it time you know and many of those people mm -hmm. gave it more time and now guess what they're like oh look thanks for not giving up on me i'm now an audio person and stuff mm -hmm. again go back to the story and our mindset what we tell mm -hmm. ourselves sometimes enable us not to even try enough to achieve the goals in that area so just like you and you say you're a night person you need to say i'm the audiobook person <laughs> and give it a try i'm an audiobook yeah, person and give it, you know give it a try like five books ten books you know, try to do shorter okay. books, maybe like a book, a three hours book or less. So that way it doesn't go mm -hmm. on and on. You get the old gist of the book in, in, in about three, three hours, which may be three days if you do an hour a day. And that's it, you know. So give it some time and it gets better. Another thing I say that a lot of people say, oh, you know, I read paper books because of, I read paper books because of vocabulary. I want to be able to see the words and then you want the stuff. You can combine audiobook, print book, right? So... Hmm. Amazon owns Audible, and Amazon has print books, hmm. as you're aware of that, the side with books, and Audible is audio. So there's something called Whisper Sync that you can actually buy one hmm. book and you get the print and the audio version. So while you're listening to the book, the thing is kind of like moving on the, the print book. I think the Bible app has it. I don't know if you have used the audio version of the Bible app. Okay. It kind of like goes through when yeah, you're listening to it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I get what so you mean. So it kind of like follows yeah. you and stuff. So that way, when right. you're driving, you can, what do I call it? Just listen when you're at home and like, oh, I remember there are some parts that I, I wanted to go back to. You can go back on the actual, you know, print version, which is obviously the ebook on your iPad or your, your mm -hmm. Kindle reader and stuff. And now go back and alight and learn the words and do mm -hmm. whatever you need to do, to, you know, with the, with the books. Another thing I like to say on the old audio book is I, real, I usually realize there are two kinds of books. There are educative books. And they're like books that are more like stories, right? So an autobiography is almost mm -hmm. like a story. You are likely not going to have to go and right. label so many things in, a, in the autobiography, right? You're just right. learning about the person's life and the significant decisions right. they made in different aspects or seasons of their life. And you're just learning about that, you know? And maybe some things that you might want to highlight are not much. But there are some books that are like, almost like a self-help to do book. That A, do this, then do this, then do this. Those kind of books you need to highlight and potentially go back to. 
So usually you right. might not even know which book falls into any of those categories until you start listening to it. So many times I listen to a right. book completely as audio. Then after I'm done listening, I'm like, wow, this is a wealth of information. I need to buy the e-version or the print version. And then I buy those ones and I now use that to go back and do a second read and really, really get out from the book. So these are just reasons why I think um, basically I'm advocating to yourself and the listeners that you should give audiobook a try. Imagine reading 52 books every year. You are learning so much and those things are going to transform your life almost immediately and for years to come. So instead of you right. saying, I'm going to read a paper book and you just don't find the time and you end up reading only one book or no book in the year, in the, in the, in the old 52 weeks, just because of you never found that time versus if we did audiobooks right. and you did, you know, 12 a year, which is once a month, or like me, 52 a year, which is once one, one each week, you know? So I don't know if I answered all your questions in regards to that, but... Absolutely. And I think that is... You are the person I saw the quote that I've been holding to recently, even though I don't think I'm there yet, where I where it has said something to us, the effect of not reading a good book is... I'm paraphrasing yeah. now. It's basically the idea that not reading a good book is paramount to not reading at all. And that really struck me because, I mean, I'm going to confess, what I usually read was okay. novels. Like novels for me were the things that distressed me they took me away from high achieving mm -hmm. stuff which was work you know trying to get a phd all of that stuff so then all i needed was a novel like i would literally i could sit down and you know throughout the weekend and just read 10 like just oh, wow. go like not do anything not even eat like just read novels or whatever but the challenge for me has now been reading some of these better books like you're saying and i think you've kind of given myself and everybody who's listening a, a good not just a reason but really how we should go about this and i think that's awesome thank you very much i actually think reading uh fiction is okay and stuff you know it obviously helps us learn different aspects of life and you know it's they are good you know it's better than not reading at all but obviously <laughs> also go to spend time reading some of those self-help books or autobiographies of amazing men or women that's, that's if that's your thing if you are someone that wants to maximize your potential sometimes you want to learn from those who have done the same and kind of like learn about their journey mm -hmm. you know you know sometimes even if it's just oh knowing that all the amazing people you admire all went through challenges and all overcame those challenges. Just even knowing that, that overcoming challenges, challenges is the default for anyone trying to be successful. So when you're going to your own challenges, right. guess what? I've read all the amazing people that I admire a lot. They all went through challenges. Why wouldn't I go through my own challenges? Right. So this is my own challenges that I need to overcome. <laughs> so just even knowing that it's possible, because sometimes you experience stuff and you think, oh, why me? Why me? It's like, it's almost like it's only happening to right. you. But guess what? If I read and right. you know that you're able to almost everybody admired and you're trying to be like, you have, you are more in a better state to say, you know what? I'm going to conquer mm -hmm. this thing. Just like, you know, my, my mentors or my role models did, you know? So, yeah. That's that. mm -hmm. So I'm going to deviate from my questions because of what you just said. Even when it can seem very similar, we're not always, we really cannot fit in mm -hmm. each other's shoes. It's just life we can't fit exactly we can fit but maybe not exactly so how do people go through that how do you encourage uh, people i think challenges are different it's a default right yes the, the experiences might be different but 
it's all the same. Like it's almost like the world is trying to test you to really see if you really want it. You know, sometimes it mm. might be, it might not be the route you're meant to take. And that's why you're expressing difficulties. Right. And many times mm. it's difficult to know the difference. And, but obviously mm. we usually figure out a way to know and the universe has a way of redirecting us. If something doesn't work for so long, I never realized, you know what, this is not my husband. You know, this guy has been slapping me and visiting me, you know, for example, <laughs> that, you know, and you're like, you know, I love him. I, you know, I, I would do whatever it takes and stuff, but sometimes it's just, it's just not the right person for you. you know? So it's, it's difficult. I want to say that it's difficult to say sometimes if a challenge is something, a redirection. Or if a challenge is just testing mm-hmm. you before you get to where you need to get to, right? That I can't really say mm-hmm. much about. You know, we just usually figure out a way to know the difference and and move. But I know just based on my experience that everyone goes through challenges. And if we have that mindset, mm-hmm. back to mindset, that a challenge is I think that was a that was a what do I call it? A quote I read earlier that pressure is a privilege. Just like, mm. you know, the metal mm. has to go through fire to be remodeled to something beautiful. It's, 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 right. we need to start looking at it as something that's actually helping us to become a better version of ourselves. So we need to change our mm. mindset in how we see some of the challenges to ensure that we push further more to at least know if that's the right place, if that's really what we want to be doing, whatever it is. And if it is, we need to just keep persisting, you know. We hear stories like Thomas Thomas, Thomas mm. Edison trying the light bulb a thousand times or is it ten thousand times? And right. even just thinking about the numbers, you're <laughs> right. like, wow, really? You're trying to build and you are yeah. that persistent, you know. Sometimes in life that's what it takes, you know. So we just need right. to keep pushing. I don't have a mindset that you know what, whatever challenges I'm going through, sometimes these challenges are yet to make me better. So let me just keep pushing further and I will eventually get there. Yeah. Okay, we've talked a lot about quotes. What's your favorite quote? My favorite quotes. I have a lot of good ones. I'm one of those people that I used to, you know, them and keep them somewhere and stuff like that. But I'm trying to see which one is my Same. favorite quote right now that comes to mind right now. I think I think likely the one I just mentioned, which is pressure mm-hmm. is a privilege. I've been going through mm-hmm. challenging couple of months, you know, and you know, I just got married, just moved into to our new place and so many different things, Next, so, so many different things. I and mean, just seeing that quote has made me realize that, you know what? I need to change my perspective with how I see challenges. And, you know, it's basically pressure, you know. And those pressure are here right. to make us better. So let's just keep pushing. And we'll look back and say, wow, I'm actually thankful that I went through that. Because with that, right. with, without that experience, I would likely have not been able to achieve some of the things I'm going through right now, you know. So... If you're trying to be a billionaire like myself or build a billion dollar company like myself, sometimes I look back and I'm like, you know what? I definitely need some of these things because of I'm going to be in some yeah. $10 million, $20 million problem situations that I will need to overcome. That right. if I don't overcome those situations, I will not get to $1 billion, you know. So I need to Absolutely. have that mindset that these things are friends and embrace them right. and kind of like, you know, Right, you know, right through it and stuff. And right now, we might be going through a recession and stuff. And many of these things, this is not the first time that, you know, the world is going through, the world economy is going through a recession, you know. We just need to use right. this time to reflect, reinvest in ourselves instead of investing in some of the traditional investments and know that whatever it is, we're going to overcome it, you know. 
It all starts with the mind. Absolutely. Awesome. All right. My last question from over here, at least. I have a list of eight open-minded people we need in our lives, and I'm wondering which one you are. So just shout it at me if you hear the one that is you. So one is the listener, the optimist, the practical motivator, the brutally honest, the inspirer, the challenger, the em empathizer, yeah. is that how you say that? And the accountability partner. Hmm. I think I'm a, I think I'm a couple of them. <laughs> I would say more accountability partner than optimist. Those were the two. I was, I was yeah. That's what I would have said. I, I, I think for That's me, I'm, I'm a coach, right? I think you know, aside from mm -hmm. you know, being as in coaching people, I think I'm naturally I'm a coach. I think I'm, I have a good sense. Right. I'm, I'm an observe, observer in the sense that I can look at a person, I can look at a situation, I can see what's going on, and I can basically offer advice based on what I'm seeing. You know? And I think that just makes me keep people accountable. You know, I think I have a way of drilling down to finding out what's important for someone. And now coming mm -hmm. back to that person, I'm like, I know it's important to you, but they are doing ABC, and that is not, you know, that's not some of the things you should be doing. Mm. Or I know right. that this is what I'm trying to achieve. I are doing, you know, DEF, which are the things you should be doing. I'm like, man, I'm proud of you. Well done, man. You know, you keep doing it. Right. You know? So I, I think, yeah, I, definitely. As a, I say more of in recent years, I've been more of a accountability partner. But before that, before I kind of like discovered my coaching instincts and, you know, abilities, I think I was very much an optimist. Yeah. Okay, good. All right. Before I continue, where can people find you? And it's just your name, right? Olu Ogunela yeah. on LinkedIn. Olu Ogunela on LinkedIn. You can find me on Instagram, Olu underscore Ogunela on Twitter, Olu Ogunela as well. And yeah, I'm sure if you search Olu Ogunela on Google, it's going to bring up all the social media platforms that I am on. And you can reach out to me or connect with me in any of them. Yeah. So one thing I want to do with the show is give guests an opportunity to ask me one question. This one. <laughs> so do you have any questions? Okay. What is, since thanks again for choosing me as the first guest on your show. Yay. I really appreciate that. that, that, that Thank you uh, for that accepting. Makes me know that you put me on the eye regarding regards to, you know, what you're doing and things like that. So I really appreciate that. Thank you. What is your long-term plan for the podcast? I'm sure, I'm sure your viewers or your listeners would love to know too. Where do you see this in right. the next five years, the next 10 years? How, what kind of impact you want this to be in people's lives, in their career or their personal lives? What, what is the main aim and the long-term vision for this podcast and what you're doing Wow, that was supposed to be one question, but you asked me like five. Like, it's one oh question with babies, you know. You know, you know how we have <laughs> examination. Question one, one A, right. one B, one C, one D. <laughs> B, C, D, E. <laughs> no, I think it's a brilliant question. And obviously one I've been working through the past couple months. You know, you, you just said what's the impact you want. And funny enough, that's my word for the year, impact. One thing I'm very passionate about is mentoring people. Like you said, I've kind of been like a pseudo coach. So... <laughs> One thing I'm passionate about is just helping people win in life. I've had so many struggles that I don't want to see people go through. And I'm hoping that through these conversations, one, I learn, like I've learned a lot today that I'm going to put into practice and, and then everybody else 
is on that journey with me. So we can almost kind of form a community mm-hmm. of doers, right? Of people who are listening and doing, right? We become a, 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 a people who are changing lives. And one thing I mentioned is mentoring, right? So I, I personally think that we should not all only just think of ourselves as getting a mentor mm-hmm. to mentor us. We also should be mentoring people. And so through this, I'm, I'm hoping that people get that, you know, drive that energy to be able to mentor. In two to five years, I'm hoping that, again, like I said, we, we've had a great community. We're able to kind of take this outside of what might be just a virtual thing, but even outside into the real world, you know, through community activities and things like that. Again, other people starting to find their own purpose starting to find their own wins, you know, mindsets have changed. I, I really, one of the reasons why I wanted the, you to be my first guest is because, like I said, people are going to be able to kind of use this to set up themselves for the rest of the year. No, no matter how late it is, you can just say that today is the start of my year and be able to make that happen. So yeah, with that said, thank you so much. Oh, I forgot to call you by your name, the Lifestyle Architect or Life life Architect, is that how you call it? Like architect, Life Life, yeah. Life architect, love it. Obviously, everybody go find Olu, connect to the Lifely app. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. And I look forward to just our journey. Thank you for joining me in today's episode. Just like you'll tell someone about a great book you read, please don't forget to share this if you enjoyed it. Connect on IG and Twitter at TWWPcast and get details on the website at worldwithoutpeople.org. And hey, Remember to make loving others the story of your life. Until next time, this is the world without people.